Hi, this is Bimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. This will be a, a different, a bit of a different episode because we are in Women's Month. And Women's Month is a very beautiful um, attempt at acknowledging <laughs> all that women are, all that women consist of all that we do all that we exude as an entity and so one of the things that is so important to me is to acknowledge everything that women have cultivated in this space called earth now I'm gonna say this this is not about what you identify as. This is not negating what you identify as. This is not talking about the sex that you like to uh, attach yourself or whatever. It's not about any of that. This is about being in the space to appreciate, acknowledge, and show all that we are as a woman, what it means to be a woman. It is so much more than us giving, having the ability to give birth This is so much more than us being able to um, normalize minstrels. (laughs) This is so much more than the surface. This is about the essence of a woman. And being in this space as a black woman, as an African-American woman, a deeply melanated woman, it behooves me to... Just give us a space to exist, right? Women for centuries upon centuries upon centuries have been known as the matriarchs, have been known as the forward shooters, have been known as the ones to initiate, to care for, to love, and to adapt in any situation because we have been programmed almost in a way that makes that a necessity and so as we're going into woman's month I would like to bring awareness to the other aspects of us and this particular episode is going to not only shed light on a lot of different things but more importantly speak truth to the woman and to let you know how appreciated you are beyond what it is that you can do beyond uh, what it is that you've accomplished, beyond what it is that you look like and how you have loved or cared for anyone else. Because one of the most important things that we tend to forget is that the most important thing that we can do is care for ourselves. And so often we overexert, overcompromise, overly try to exist in spaces where we're not loved, we're not nurtured, we're not protected. We aren't safe to just exist. And so this is a reminder to you to honor yourself, to be in a space where you exist for only yourself and allow yourself the opportunity to do so selfishly. It is okay. It is necessary and it is detrimental to your health if you don't. A lot of times we speak about loving and we speak about changing the 
trajectory of history and we speak about so many things as if we aren't living in the midst of the cultivation of it now. We are so disconnected from the essence of self that we only look for validation outside of ourselves through accomplishments, through accolades, through uh, our career choices, through how well our children do, through how successful we become or how successful our spouses are and how much money we make and how independent we appear, that the very essence of who we are that lies under the roots. Now I've been speaking a lot about the roots because The roots are so important to never neglect, but oftentimes we as women, and this is not again to to negate any male, any, any male, like y'all know I started this for men. So it's not about that. It is, this is woman's month. So I need to speak to women. I need to speak to us in this essence. And if you are a man who's listening to this, which I have a lot of male supporters, Um, this is a way to understand where your woman and your women and the women in your life are coming from, where they are, where they are that they can't speak about. So it's very important that we understand that it takes a duality to exist in this world, but we negate the most important parts of ourselves just to show up for others. So today I want to remind you of some things that you have been neglecting within yourself and it's showing it's showing February 17th started Lent and I'm not Catholic but my mom and my aunt um are have you know Catholic roots and um but Lent for me was a opportunity a few years ago for me to start the nurturing and caring process of myself, little did I know what was cultivating was a change in my trajectory in my personal life immensely. But practicing this helped me to heal. It helped me to find parts of myself that I, I didn't recognize were lost. It really did help me to understand the importance of my existence as an individual beyond what I was attached to or what I was connected with, okay? And even though Lent has already begun and it ends April the 3rd, it's still a practice on life. During this time in Lent, it's 40 days of prayer, fasting, you know, and contributing to focusing on the discipline for self throughout the season selflessly giving yourself to what it is that you believe in and giving up anything that distracts you from that. And so it's very fitting that Women's Month falls in between the start and the finish of Lent because for me it's signifying a need and a desire to honor yourself and to give yourself back to that of which that has created you. Whether this be your religious beliefs or your spirituality practices, this is about you really digging deep and understanding what it is and what it means to be a woman. What does it mean to be yourself? So much of being a woman in this day and time consists of us hustle, hustle, hustle. Let's do the next new and first thing 
so that we can be known, we can be appreciated, we can be supported, we can be seen as valuable. And the whole time of questioning our worth behind closed doors. The depression sinks in, the anxiety, the confusion, the feeling like you're not worthy, the overcompensating, the overcompromising, the overprostitution of your soul just to be liked, just to be adored, just to be seen. The whole time you don't see yourself. We as women get accustomed to being that of which we need to be for everyone else. And the whole time we question why no one is there for us. A lot of the reason is because we don't even know what we desire and want in the first place. We don't know what we need because we're so used to creating that reality for others that when it comes to sitting in the truth of ourselves, it is immensely uncomfortable. So we find other things to distract us, our children, our spouses, traveling, career moves. We justify our busyness as a necessity when the whole time it's become an escapism. We're living in a time where we're currently in the midst of a pandemic and the only thing that people want to do is escape the existence in which they live only to come back to the very space they tried to escape in the first place. Not understanding that the entire time the person and the place and the thing that you're running from is within you. Getting acquainted with your truth, getting acquainted with your existence, adoring every part of you, being able to look at you and see the value in that is where it begins and where it has to end at the end of the day, because it's not about the place. It's not about the acquaintances. It's not about the the money you make. It's not about the places you travel to. It's not about the spouse on your arm. It's not about your children or the lack of. It is about you allowing yourself to exist in a space that is cultivated for you and honoring that without feeling the need to do escape it for valid to be validated. That's difficult. And even though the goal is happiness, peace and joy, we end up miserable because so much of our life has been passed through and passed on. And we realize we have sacrificed so much of ourselves only to end up empty handed. Why do we do that? We can blame it on childhood. We can say we were never taught, but we live in a time where information is so fluid. There is so much information. There are so many tools. There is so much that you can do as a woman. There is so much access to so many things to help you. But the one thing that is lacking is the discipline. It is the discipline. It is the desire and it is the feeling that you deserve it. And until you realize that those are the problems or those are the the seeds of where it is that you're needing to go, you're going to continue to be on this hamster wheel. You have to first know that you deserve the access to the things that you value and the, the things that you desire in life. You first have to know that despite everything you've been through, you deserve the opportunities. You are showing up as yourself authentically despite every reason not to. Every single day, that is a medal of its own. Your beauty, instead of trying to manipulate it to look like and be like everyone else's, you are standing in the truth of who you are and what you look like. You are a unique person. You are a a unique creation. Trying to outrun that is the problem. 
And I'm not here to beat us down because we are all in this together. We all have felt this feeling of inadequacy. We've all felt this moment where we feel like no matter what we do, no matter who we are with, no matter where we go, we're always having to prove our worth. But the whole thing and the one thing that stuck to me the most was that it's not that we're needing to prove this to other people, because when you show up in your authentic in your authentic state, you're showing up as yourself. In order to show up as yourself, you have to have confidence that that's enough. And oftentimes we run to these very spaces where we're trying, we say we're trying to prove how worthy we are to be there. But the whole time we're questioning if we deserve it in the first place, that energy supersedes what your intent of showing up is. And so therefore we have to sit in the reality of a lot of spaces we are walking into. We don't even think we believe we don't even think we belong there. We don't even think that we deserve that opportunity. And we don't even know that we'll be able to sustain what comes from going in that room, but we're doing it for the culture. We're doing it for the culture. We're doing it because we think that people need to see us to feel like they too can. But if we are showing up and they see us, but we don't believe that we belong there, what is it that they're really being taught? What is it that you're really showing them? What is it that you are really giving them permission to feel for themselves? Because what you are hoping they buy into isn't the reality. So here we are in Women's Month. And of course, we have these beautiful memes that remind us of all the things that we have created and cultivated in the spaces that we make safe for others. And we want to remind people of how much we do matter and how much our existence counts. The whole time we go home, we look at ourselves and we strip away all the aesthetics that we have added on so that we can show up in these very spaces or feel a little confidence in self that we belong in these spaces or feel better about ourselves when we show up in these spaces because it helps us to be seen even if we are being seen for something that we aren't it's woman's month but being a woman isn't easy But it's so much harder when we don't even know what the value in that is. We have to see the value of being a woman. We have to see the value of our existence. And we have to stand in the truth that beyond the aesthetics and the leaves of our creation, we matter just because there's nothing that has been created like us. We are absolutely strategically placed in this space at this time to do exactly what it is we are designed to do. And that means first acknowledging that we deserve it, being disciplined enough to walk in it, be it, exist in that space and not be afraid of what that looks like to other people. Not trying to out hustle the next person just so you can seem validated not trying to outdo, outrun, out, you know, get fit better than, make my body look better than the next person just to see value in myself. Right now is the time to understand that the restructuring that is happening globally is also happening internally because now we're deciding that it is time to see us for who we are, but first, showing up as that 
showing up to the spaces that say you being a woman is a de- is is a distraction. You being a woman isn't isn't you know you're not able to do the things that you thought you were able to do because you are a woman. Your your ability to love, your ability to care, your ability to overextend, and your ability to compromise and have empathy, and your ability to nurture, and your ability to protect, and your desire to have stability in a safe place is a is is something that's wrong with you. It's not wrong with you. It makes you who you are and to negate that and to run from that and to hide from that and discard that does yourself an injustice. So we're in this space where we're showing up as everything we are freely without trepidation and not because we're told to, but because we truly realize the value in that we sleep better when we understand our purpose and we understand why we're placed here and we strip away all of the things that you call us we strip away all of the ways you tell us to be we strip away all of the ideas and the you know the surface level identities that you place on us we show up as ourselves someone grounded someone that's really deeply planted in the root of who we are and we show up as ourselves. we allow ourselves to be the intuitive beings that we are we allow ourselves to show up in rooms that we may be the only one showing up in but we show up in not just to prove a point but to also extend extend permission to those who are questioning if they too can do it. They too can be who they are. It's not about being the first anything. It's not about being, you know, an extension of anything. It is about you showing up as yourself in its original form, being who you are, being proud of what you stand for and what you bring to any space that you take up and not apologizing for it. And not apologizing doesn't mean that you're a rude person. Doesn't mean you're you're coming off really disrespectful and you have no understanding of compassion and you are boundaryless, boundaryless. No, it doesn't mean that. It means that in all things that I am, I'm committed to seeing myself through and I am going to show up in that space the way that I am designed to show up in that space and I'm giving others permission to do the same. That doesn't mean negating who you are. It doesn't mean running from who you are. It doesn't mean allowing other people to put their perception and their vision of who you are on you. It means that I acknowledge that there have been things and mistakes that I've made. And I'm acknowledging that I may not know all there is to know about this thing, that person, or this circumstance. But I'm also going to show up for myself because I deserve the opportunity to prove to myself that I can. Oftentimes, women are seen as the weaker. And we like that title in a lot of ways. We like to be seen as the weaker vessel when it is convenient. We like to be told that we were manipulated or we were put in positions that caused us to be less than and we stayed too long and we are all woe is me. Women, a lot of women like to be in that space because it gives them some kind of joy in being that damsel in distress. Before a lot of women know, you don't have to take that 
you don't have to, to to adapt and be a part of that type of rhetoric and that type of ideology and that type of thought process. Standing in your truth also means standing up and protecting yourself. It also means using the, the God-given discernment that you've been given so that you don't put yourself in positions that allow you to be seen as a, a weaker vessel and less than. It doesn't allow you to feel the desire to stay connected to anything that does not fulfill, evolve, or involve you and then elevate you to a space that is higher than the, the space when you entered it. This is about choices. This is about choosing to stand up for yourself and be who you are because we are powerful. We are successful. We are intelligent. We are capable of so many things. And as if the world needs any more examples of that, it knows. But do you? Do you? We are in this space where we want to rush forward to the next big thing. We want to go forward to the next big thing. We want to choose something else so that we don't have to deal with this thing. And we want to just move forward in life as a whole. But we can't do that until we acknowledge what it is that we are choosing to leave behind. What are you willing to sacrifice to find yourself? What are you willing to sacrifice to connect deeper with yourself? What are you willing to sacrifice to turn your back on everything and anything that does not fulfill you? We have to acknowledge. That's not easy to do. Because something happens in this space of acknowledging the truth. We have to sit in the moments that are not comfortable. And it's also accepting that there's a duality to humans. There's a duality to being a woman. There's a duality in in this space. And not trying to limit what that looks like and what that is. We are powerful women. We are powerful beings. We are powerful entities placed here in this space at this time to make a difference. But you can't really make a difference if you're living out of lies and you're not standing in your truth and you're not being who you truly are and you're not saying what you really want and you're not working towards it. So many times we neglect our own patterns. So many times we neglect the desires we have. Which causes us to hold on and cringe to other things that really do us more harm than good. But we just want to feel something. So long we go through life for so long just numbing ourselves, numbing our pain, numbing the fact that we felt disrespected, disregarded and denounced in so many different ways. Numbing and escaping the realities that we face, not owning up to the part that we've played or not owning up to the fact that we didn't deserve that. Choosing to be in spaces that don't honor us just to say that we did it. Not honoring our commitment to self, therefore not having a commitment that's worth honoring with others. This is where we are. This is how we feel, but we don't speak about it. 
whether that be settling in relationships, whether that be afraid to say what you do and do not want in a relationship or what you're not ready for in a relationship or what you've allowed yourself to allow in a relationship because you just don't know how to say no. Looking for your peace outside of yourself. Or accepting that people tell you that you're at peace with yourself. Knowing the whole time you're up at night. Keeping your mouth silent because it's, it's polite to do so. Afraid of flourishing because even though you want success and even though you want that, you can't walk in that because you really don't want to be seen because it's uncomfortable for our eyes to be on you because you yourself don't think you deserve that type of adoration, even though deep inside you crave it. So instead of you going after what it is that you desire and going after what it is that you want and going after what it is you know you deserve, you sit in the inadequacy of everything that everyone gives you. You're afraid and it's natural to be because being a woman is super, super powerful and it is a huge responsibility. This month is important to get back to you. Don't settle for something that isn't who you are. Don't allow your exterior to speak for you. Allow yourself to show up as everything that you are in its rawest form. And then you decide what needs to stay or go. Don't allow people to Plato you. Change you into what they want you to be because it suits them and it's better for and it's better for them to receive you that way. That's not better for you. There's a deep replenishing that is happening on a core level. And a lot of us are waking up to a different type of existence. And although we know there are certain parts of us that are unraveling, we are trying our hardest to hold it together because how dare we fall apart in the eyes of everyone who always knew it was possible. They know you're human, right? They know that you cry, right? They know that you are upset and you're dealing with the pandemic too, right? They know that you have lost things and they know that you are sad and scared and afraid of things. And they know that you have heard way more no's than yes, but yet you still fear what they'll think if you show up in your rawest, truest form that way, because it makes you feel weak, right? No, no, no. It makes you look weak, right? Being human is is a weakness when it comes to being a woman, because how dare we show that we've been affected by everything that has been thrown our way? How dare we show that we're not robots, even though the world knows we're humans? How dare we show our vulnerability in the face of everything that has made us vulnerable? How dare we show up and speak out against any way, any reasoning as to why we can't be all that we are in its truest form. My weakness is the strength of others, right? They're going to manipulate me if I show them I cry, right? How dare I feel what I'm feeling when everyone else should be strong, right? 
It's okay. Hold your tears in. It's okay. Don't be upset because you need to have a safe space for others when they are crying, when they're in tears, when they're upset, when the world is falling and crashing on them, you need to be their safe space. So there's no time for you to feel anything, even though you take on everything everyone hands your way. It's okay. I'll cry about it later, right? I'll I'll go into my room in my silence in my closet and I'll cry in silence, right? I'll go home and I'll, you know, take something to numb the pain and I'll drink something to numb the pain or I'll oversex myself or I'll go out here and I'll just, you know, do something else to escape it. I'll travel, I'll book a flight, I'll go do something else so that I don't have to feel the reality in which I'm in right now. That's okay. I'll smile through the pain, right? But how long does that last? How long does that last? We can blame it on our lineage. We can blame it on our ancestry. We can blame it on our parenting. We can blame blame it on, you know, who did what, why, when, and where to us. But the truth of the matter is, is the only one that's responsible for our existence and our life right now is us. No one can right the wrongs that they've already done to us. It's already been done. It's already out there. It's already affected us. So now what do you do with the sum of it? There are some parts of us that are dying away. And... As much as we want to cringe and hold on to those parts of us, we can't. Because with growth requires evolution, it it requires exhaustion, it it requires us really being all that we are in the space that we're in freely. And if you're afraid of that, what does that mean? I don't know. But I tell you what, you'll never reach that space of content happiness within yourself until you allow it to happen. Being free to be you is a gift and not everyone accepts it we live in a space where being a woman has been weaponized in a lot of ways it's been used as a scapegoat it's been used as a reasoning to why we can't do something it's been used to minimize our efforts and minimize our strength and minimize our talents and minimize our capabilities it's been used in a lot of ways as a malfunction disability and even a distraction But if you don't believe that to be true about yourself, then what they think matters not, right? It's not about them. 
It's really about what you think. It's really about what you feel. It's about you. It's about accepting the truth of you. But how do you accept the truth that you don't identify with? Not because it's not true, but because you don't know what it is. It's time to go back within. It's it's time to decide for yourself, what do you want? What do you feel? What do you think? What, what do you like? It's time to choose you over everything. It's time to choose you. It's time to choose your health. It's time to take back your bodies and no longer live in this space where you have to beat someone else to the punch. I'm going to over-sexualize myself before they do. I'm going to talk down on myself before they do. I'm going to judge, critique, and disown myself before they do. I'm going to criticize my capabilities and denounce what I stand for and walk away and look away when conflict rises before they force me to. I am going to be them to the punch. I'm going to beat them. They can't get me. They won't get me. I'm going to get them first. (laughs) So I'm going to allow myself to be mischievous and I'm going to allow myself to talk bad about them and I'm going to plot against them first and I'm going to be deceptive and I'm going to be everything they say I am because I'm going to beat them to the punch first. The whole time you're getting further and further away from you. We sit in relationships where we aren't fulfilled. And it's not because this person isn't a good person, whether it's man or woman or both. It's not that they're not good. It's just that I haven't really shown up saying what it is I truly want. I've kind of accepted what they gave because I liked it, but it's not really fulfilling me. I I like sex, but it takes an emotional connection. But since I'm not emotionally connected to them and the sex is good, I'll take it anyway. But it's not fulfilling, though. I like to hold hands. I like to express PDA. I like to be rude, but they don't really like to do that. But I like them, so I'll tolerate the lack of affection and the lack of expression of it, it's okay. I kind of don't want children, but he does or she does, or they think that that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm afraid of having children. I really don't want to bring children into this world, but the fact that that's expected of me, I'll do it anyway. And then you commit yourself to living out a life through your children, and then you end up resenting them because they don't live out the way that you want them to. It's okay. I really don't like to be criticized because it brings up triggers from my past and it makes me feel inadequate. But instead of me saying that the type of critique that they're trying to give me isn't suiting for my ego, I'll just lash out and disconnect from them altogether because what they have to say isn't really important. It's how they said it and it's affected me and them triggered it. So they're gone. Meanwhile, the growth that that conversation was supposed to steer my way never did. And in the meantime, I'm losing myself further and further away from my truth. And I don't want to be around anybody who reminds me of that. So they're gone. Or I really am in love with this person. 
but I can't really come, you know, I can't really commit to them because I'm afraid of what commitment brings. So I'll string them along until I'm ready. And then when they get mad about it or they lash out about it, I'll make it make them feel like it's their fault because they chose me, right? Or I'm an overachiever. I work really hard at everything I do. It doesn't matter if I'm sacrificing my peace. It doesn't matter if I'm sacrificing my time. It doesn't matter that I don't have time for my family. It doesn't matter that I don't really like what it is that I'm doing, but I'm breaking records. I'm standing out. I'm the first. And that's more important than my family. So I'll show up as I'm supposed to. They'll they'll benefit from it, so it's okay, right? Meanwhile, we're sitting at dinner tables and we don't have any conversations because none of us know each other and none of us really like each other, but we're here because it looks good and it fits the perfect family portrait for the public so that I can Snapchat it, I can Instagram it, I can Facebook it, and the world thinks we're perfect. Whole time, behind closed doors, we're falling apart. These are some of the dilemmas that we go through. And because we don't quite know how to navigate these ties and these waters, we run from it. We look for saviors outside of ourselves. We look for hope outside of ourselves. We look for validation outside of ourselves. And the whole time we miss the mark. You can almost see a woman's life story through the way she engages with others. How disconnected, how combative, how judgmental, how insecure, or how uplifting, how peaceful, how powerful, how seductive, When your aura makes a person smile, when your aura makes a person want to just be connected to you, it's because of a certain amount of growth and a certain amount of evolution. When your spirit smells like lemons and citrusy smells and fruity pebbles, (laughs) it's because of a scent, an ability to grow and evolve and blossom within. That's the goal, right? So this woman's month, we're going to look at the totality of who we are as individuals. Let's look at that. Let's, let's, let's break that down for ourselves. And that's not something that the world needs to see. It is for you. It is your space to be safe with you. Whether that's writing down something, whether that's trying something new, whether that's opening yourself up to communication, whether that be allowing yourself to be vulnerable in communication, however it is, Standing up for yourself is not just a trend. Being a woman is not just a month. Being what you really, truly, really were made to be is a gift. And no one can really tell you how to be that. Nobody. People say women can't be friends and Women can't really, women don't get along with women. And I say unhealed women can't be friends. No. 
a woman who's not authentic can't be friends with other women. Another who's not a woman who's not, you know, authentic cannot welcome other women in. A woman who's insecure cannot be around other other women that are secure. Now, insecure women, sure, they thrive in junk and mess and and all of those low vibrational things. They get along great because toxicity breeds toxicity. But when you are in the presence of a woman who's evolved and you're triggered. That says more about you than it does them. You can see it in comments on social media. Look at look at the first people who are quick to make a negative comment about a post or about what someone says. Think about it. You don't have to say anything. If it's you, I see you. First thing you see, the first thing you say is a representation of you, what you think about you, what you see about you. I can tell a lot about an unhealed person by what they say and how they show up. An insecure person by what they say and how they show up. And there's nothing anyone can do to help a person like that. They have to choose to help themselves first and then you can obtain all the help you want. But therapy doesn't help a person who doesn't realize they don't need that they need therapy. If you don't know that you need help, no one can help you. If you don't know that you're insecure, no one can help you because you're going to be completely combative against anything that comes against everything that you think is right. How you show up. And I'll tell you something else. The more groomed and the more evolved and the more aware you become of yourself, the better you are at relationships, the better you are at being someone's companion, the better you are at being a mother, being a spouse, being a friend, being a business owner, being a corporate worker or executive. You're a better human being when you're evolved in yourself. When you are self-aware, there is a one there's no woman in the world like it it's like wow she's beautiful you don't have to over sexualize yourself you don't have to talk about what it is that you want you don't have to do the most you just have to be and you're felt Suddenly, you're more sensual. People are more attracted to you. That fire in you is, a, is like a, a vapor that's attracting everything you desire to you because it's become your aura. And it doesn't just burn. It ignites. That's, that's a woman. And this isn't about trying to be like every other woman that you see. It isn't even about trying to be opposite of every woman you see. It is about just accepting that you are different. Be who you are, where you are, and bring that to the table. And watch how your entire life changes. There's nothing like an evolved woman. There's nothing like a woman who knows her value and knows who she is and knows her worth because that's a beautiful woman. You don't see her first, you feel her. 
And so this month, it is Women's Month. But take some time out to create a reality of what that means to you. Yes, you're a woman, but what makes that unique? What is your experience as a woman? Are you only trauma? Are you only the pain? Are you only the past? Are you only the inadequacies? Are you only the insecurities? Are you only all of the doors that have been shut? Are you only the bad relationships? Are you only the lack? Are you only the fact that you couldn't get what you wanted when you wanted and you're only destitute for mishaps and failures in life? Is that all you are? Everything's bad. This is about choosing to be everything you are and evolve from that. Because I'll tell you what, being a woman is the most sacred thing ever. Because there's not a season that will thrive without us. But just like you can have bad soil, you can have a bad woman. And if you look at yourself as a soil that is needed to grow seeds, then you work on your ability to be as fertile as you possibly can. Fertile in life. Even if you don't have children, even if you can't have children, even if you don't want children, it's not about that. When I speak about fertility, I'm speaking about your roots, your grounding, what you're made of. And if you wouldn't want to plant seeds in your soil, then why would anyone else or anything else? Because you're supposed to be a merchant ship, right? Everything you touch should grow. It should flourish and evolve. What have you grown lately? What does your seeds consist of? What does your soil consist of? And how do they work together? We're not neglecting ourselves anymore. No more neglecting ourselves, no more neglecting our hearts, no more neglecting what we know, no no longer neglecting the things that matter to us. No longer are we allowing ourselves to dissipate to the final grounding of our existence before we say enough. No longer are we doing that. No longer are we overcompensating in a career that we don't love and we don't want and it doesn't bring value. No longer are we prostituting our soul for adoration or trying to be a part of something that doesn't feed us or fuel us. No longer are we sacrificing our everything to be in situations that give us nothing. No longer are we putting ourselves at the tail end of a line just to keep the peace. No more suffering in silence. There's way too many outlets and too much access and too much. What are we afraid of? 
What are you afraid of? It's time to choose you. And it's time to dedicate everything that you've worked hard for to you. The first person you think on a stage of accolades under God should be you. But it very rarely is. I've never heard anyone say, I thank me. I thank me for not giving up. I thank me for not throwing in a towel. I thank me for believing in myself. I thank me for pushing forward. I thank me for being in a position to attract everything that I deserve because I worked on myself. I worked at my craft. I chose myself. Thank me under God. People don't say that. Women never have I heard that ever. And when you hear a man say it, oh my God, they're egotistical. But no, are they really? Are they really? Because you got to give yourself some credit. God can't use you if you don't show up. So we skip the whole thanking me part and go from thank you, God, to thank this person, that person, this person, that person, this person. What? (laughs) No, boo. Thank me. Thank you, God, for creating me. Thank you, God, for putting me in a position to know that I needed to show up and letting me do the work on myself so that I could be all that you knew I could be and executing. Thank you, God. Thank me. That's how it should be. But it's not. You're in relationships. You're thanking the partners, but you're not thanking you. No, thank me for being in a position to receive something so great. Thank me. Thank me because God placed me here and I was wise enough to see that I needed to trust it. Thank me. That's how your energy should be because when you have that type of energy, that's what flows out. Stop disregarding yourself to suit this idea and perpetrate this reality of being last. No. No. So this woman's day, this woman's month, I hope that you see the value of yourself and you invest more in it. You are a stock. Invest in that. In everything you do, you should keep in mind the importance of maintaining your mental health, your physical health, your emotional health, your spiritual health. And not being ashamed of it. How does it make you feel? Flow there. There are some changes happening. A lot of changes are happening. But more importantly, a lot of evolution is occurring. So what's in your soil? And what does your soil consist of? This is about honoring our lineage, not using it as a reason.
for us not to be all that we are as individuals. This is honoring our ancestry right now, right here, and understanding that you're not just the bad of what has happened. You're not a culmination in a pick up the tunnel, pick up the stick, pick up the baton of the pain. This is about honoring the beauty and the joy and the lenient strength that you've gotten. Your ancestors did not just live in misery. They were happy too. Hell, they made babies. They were married too. They didn't all just suffer and hate being married and it was this forced existence. No, they found beauty in the midst of the chaos, much like you're doing now. How would you feel if your further lineage looked back at you and your life and looked at it as this doomed? It's just doomed. Meanwhile, you out here traveling, popping bottles, loving on your people. They loving on you. Y'all are flourishing. You got this nice house, but all they can think about is the pain. We're still living in a lot of what has occurred way back years, way back centuries, but we have evolved. We're still living in the midst of injustice, but that's not all that we are. We're still living in racially charged environments, but that's not all that we are. We're still living where women are not considered as equal in all forms, but we're still thriving. We're living in the middle of a pandemic, but it's not all doomed and gray. This is about changing the trajectory, but changing your perspective and not allowing other people to paint your reality as anything other than what it is. This is time for you to stand up for yourself. This is time for you to show up for yourself. You're creating something that someone's going to see and look back on, and you are going to want to be remembered for the truth of who you are and not the picture that they painted you to be. Stand up, be honest with yourself, be authentic with yourself, and don't allow anyone or anything to distract you from that truth. It's a powerful thing to be a woman. It's a beautiful thing to be a woman. But more importantly, it is a necessity to the existence of life. To be different, but yet the same. To be powerful and unequivocally ourselves. That's beautiful. So this month, we're taking back our power, initiating our, our existence in a new way, choosing ourselves in a new way, not fighting against the grain, trying to be other than anything other than what we truly are inside. Be seen for you. Be seen for your truth. It's necessary. Okay? So I love you guys. Happy Woman's Month. Happy, happy Woman's Month. And I hope that you use this month to spearhead you further as an individual so that what you bring to any space you take up is power, confidence, and an intuitive knowing of self. Because that's truly beautiful and that's unmatched and no one no one can take that from you. I love you guys. Happy Woman's Month. Until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.